0: Hey, how y'all doing? This on that spot with MTNV Sports, the today I'm on the line with a few um, Dallas Cowboys fans to get their immediate reaction after um, this win over the Seattle Seahawks. Um, who am I on the line with fellas? This is Nate Shelton, Your boy at Lee
1: Thomas. Showman Jake Kills, host of the number one sports talk show on the planet, Star Talk. Sorry I'm late to the party, guys, but I was in the shower whistling off all that Seattle seaweed smell off of me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Unnecessary. All right, so, um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> hey man, you got it. I, I don't know. You you should expect a certain amount of hate today. Um, but at the same time, it's your day, so let's 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 just hear. Um, man, le- Lee, how how did you feel today, man? Um, I can't listen again. You know, not necessarily. You know, having like a crazy, you know, idea or like you
2: know anticipation of what's going to happen for the for the boys, but at the same time. You know, I was. This game could have went either way, which which it kind of almost did towards the end of the game. So overall, I mean, I think it was good, but um, I'm still not impressed with some things. We we definitely finish up on some things in our secondary, and uh, because obviously, uh, she's offensive coordinator. You know, held back Russell Wilson every time Russ had the ball in his hands and he was throwing it. We got we got sliced and diced. So um, by them, you know, choosing to run the ball, you know, have like you need to run the running game, the capitalized the advantage of that, and we, you know, we we ultimately, you know, like, like won the game because. When Russell Wilson was throwing the ball, we didn't do we didn't do too much with that. I mean, we couldn't do anything against that. One. When we was running, defense is all over, it. all over.
0: It. Okay, um, let me ask you this though: Did you feel at all? Um, did you feel like you guys at one point were was kind of losing the momentum?
1: Yes, definitely. Uh, with
2: those. Those crazy calls, you know. Um, I'm not gonna say like the refs did anything, cause like that was that was people on both sides. Cause I don't see people were already on Twitter saying, "Oh, the refs gave the Cowboys this game." And I'm like, I'm not, I'm just gonna say that, cause like, there was some crazy calls on both ends. But I still think like there's a momentum, you know, when we when we kept on leaving leaving points on the board. Like that's that's like a big issue for the Cowboys is we leave too many points on the board and we try to play catch up, and that's not that's not gonna to fly too well with certain teams here in the playoffs. We get play like like the Saints, your Saints, I should say. They can expose us on that, and I don't know why a lot of teams like they want to like they just want to run against us. But our passing game is our weakness. Uh, our secondary
0: is our weakness, I should say. So when you get the throne on us and like like that is we get exposed big time, big time. Kells, um, I mean you you introduced me and probably you know a few of our listeners to the term hot boys. We didn't really know um that <laughs> you, you guys were going by that at the time, um, and we still don't approve of it at the same time. How did you feel that the hot boys did today?
1: Well, first off, man, for the people that still don't know, bro, the hot boys, man, they've been, they been calling themselves that, you know, since the beginning of the season. My man Tank Lawrence, you know, of the, the lead, you know, sack, get us in the game, him, the D-line, you know, they call themselves the hot boys because they know they hot. they going to get after it. You know, they got medallions made up. They got T-shirts. Uh, actually, if you buy a T-shirt, it goes. The proceeds, part of the proceeds, go to uh, one of the charities they picked out. And actually, inside the stadium, I had the opportunity to go to the Thanksgiving game. Inside the stadium, whenever they make a set or a big play, they actually play. Uh, they actually play the song in the stadium, so you hear the Hot Boys, the Hot Boys. You actually hear that yeah. in the stadium. So uh, it's amazing. Today, I thought they did, you know, did real, real well. You know, like my man Lee said. You know, I pretty much saw the same thing. We was keying in on the run. That's what we had focus on. That's what everybody was pumping up. You know, Seattle's, you know, uh, over the past few games is the number one rushing team in the league and all that. So we was keying in on that. The same thing, like, you know, like Lee said, what scared me was when Russell Wilson started letting go of the ball. And it did shock me that they didn't, you know, let him pass it a little bit more earlier than they did because they were having success with it when they let it go. But uh, my boys was getting to him. We was putting pressure on him. You know, we was doing the things we needed to do. Yeah, we need to work on our secondary. You know, sure enough, they made big strides, you know, since one man, Crystal Shard, came in and been working with him. You know, I hate to see look like he's about to leave get him a little head coaching gig. You know, we got interviews. No, sir. You know, no, right? no, no, no. You know, say what? We can't let that happen, man. We can't let him go. I know we can't, man, but he got three interviews tomorrow, you know, and ain't no telling how many more next week, you know, but, We'll see what happens, we try and keep him as long well as we can, dig. Yeah, did, but, uh, you know, he came out, you know, like, pretty much like I knew, it would. I knew he was going to win, I knew he was going to pull it off, Down I'm rooting for them bears on the tomorrow night, so we come back to New Orleans, <laughs> so we come to New Orleans, see them face again, and punch Breeze
0: in his mouth again, yo. Yeah. Okay, um, Nathan. <laughs> Nathan, how you feeling, man? Um, I mean, I'm I'm looking at Zeke. I'm looking at Dak. What did you feel about that offense today, man?
3: Uh, well, they had their moments. Uh, Dak looked a lot better. Um, I was begging uh, Garrett to move Dak a lot more in the pocket and get him some running plays and did that, obviously, today. And just, it makes their offense that more dynamic. And, obviously, you saw him at the end of the game, when he just ran over half the Seahawks' defense for for that last touchdown. And, of course, Zeke's just doing what he always does, tearing up the field and running over people. So if they can get Dak moving in the pocket more in these playoffs, that's going to help the offense that much more.
0: Uh, Nathan, we, we kind of have a good feeling for who Kels wants to see in this second round. And, and I don't know about Lee, but I want to know from you and Lee, who do you guys want to see in this next round and, and why?
3: Uh, I know Jay wants the Saints get get them again I kind of wouldn't mind going against the Rams they're banged up Gurley's not 100% I know the defense is really tough on their end but I think we can hang with them defensively make it a low scoring game I I personally like our chances better against the Rams their receiving core is a little depleted with uh, Cup out too so I, that's my opinion,
0: Lee. What you thinking, man? Who do you want to see next round?
3: Rams, man. Rams.
2: Rams all day, man. Um, the Titans are banged up. Pretty much the whole receiving core just is jacked. Um, they have a crazy D lines, but our O line, you know, it's it, it's pretty. It's inconsistent, but our O line, you know, probably hanging them, hanging it with them. But I would say like the Rams, man. Definitely the Rams. Something about the Saints been playing them again, man. I see boys who are Saints fan, including yourself, Rick. I just don't know, man. I. I, I'm not ready for that, man. I'm for, like the top of L. I just, I, I'm not saying that we, that we couldn't beat the Saints. I'm just saying like I, I, I prefer the Rams, honestly. Just kind of seeing how like, the situation is. You know, Todd, You know, he's coming off a crazy injury. I mean, obviously, if he if he's in the playoffs, he's definitely playing for sure. But, um, like I said, like like, like the receiving course not that crazy. We're really good on the run, so I say like the Rams, honestly, definitely the
0: Rams. Now, not, not kills. um. Speak to your brothers, man. Tell, tell them why they shouldn't fear this whole Saints team.
1: Man, y'all just talking like that because Rick on the line. I know what time it is, bro. <laughs> but forget that. I don't like the Saints fans. I don't like the Saints fans. Brothers, sisters, mamas, grandmamas, none of that, man. I live in Louisiana, man. I hear it all the time, bro. How hey, you a Cowboys fans? You in Louisiana, man. Don't worry about it. That's what it is. So, I ain't <laughs> We've seen, them. We've seen them before once this year. We know what we got to do to beat them. We know how to stop them. They're a pretty conventional team. The Rams, the reason why I'm more afraid of the Rams, generally might be a little banged up. But he's still a beast. He's still a monster with it. He'd had a couple of weeks to rest up. I think he's going to be on his A game. Yeah, they missing cup, but they still got some beasts there receivers. And they coach going to do a lot of things that we ain't never seen before. Our defense, Marinelli, and our defense, he pretty much, I don't want to say one-dimensional, but he don't like switching things up. He don't like making the necessary changes in games when we need to. And you saw that when uh, we was keying in on the run, so the pass was Wide open pretty much all day with Seattle. When Wilson started letting the ball go, we couldn't adjust to that. They started getting down the field and moving things. That's why I don't the think they got to it earlier. I think that, uh, yeah, Breeze is a gunslinger, but he ain't got the arm that he used to have back in the day. This dude uh, uh for the Rams, man, I can't think of his name right now because I'm talking to
0: Jared Goff.
1: Yeah, Jared Goff, man. Dude can get the ball downfield. They still got some weapons, even though Cup out, they still got some weapons on uh, that wide receiver. And, like I said, a coach can mix up things a little bit, some things that we ain't never seen before. So um, that's why I'm a little more afraid of the Rams and really don't want to see them. And then we're going to have to go into their environment, too, and then their defense is kind of on point, too. The Saints really have – I'm not afraid of the Saints' defense whatsoever. I can go in there and I can score touchdowns on the Saints' defense, and I ain't played football in about 20 some years. I can score on eight defense. So um that, that's why I say that, you know, that's, that's why I feel like the way I feel, you know, but to each is We'll see what happens. Um oh, me. we'll see what happens after the game
3: with the Eagles
0: and uh and the Bears on the bar, then we'll take it from there. Very cocky. Um, okay. So <laughs> We have draw the ten points, that's facts. That ain't cocky. Okay. So when I think about when I think about, um, Saints versus Cowboys, right? What I think is, I think a definitely a hard fought game that's gonna, like, if it goes down, it's gonna really go down. Like, it'll be, um, a hard fought game. It'll be, um, you know what I mean? It, it probably be, it, it'll probably be a little bit more low scoring than people, um, well, actually, no, last game was low scoring. I think this one may, may be the same, right? But I still think that in that dome, it's different. Now, I don't know. But I believe that in that dome is different. And I think um, in that situation, it'll be different for the Cowboys. What I saw from the Cowboys today, um, to be honest with you, here's the thing that I don't that I don't. And I'm going to tell you guys this and I'm not like I mean, I'm not like bigging y'all up because I don't like y'all just as so much y'all don't like us. Right. But um, I must say this. Every gamble that Jerry Jones took. Has finally paid off. And that's what people are seeing from this Cowboys team. You look at Randy Gregory. Like what? You know what I mean? People wrote him off. And now he's producing for y'all. Right? Um, You look at um, uh, Jalen Smith. Right? People wrote him off. He was a first round draft pick for sure. They didn't take the risk on him. Um, Jerry Jones did. Now he's benefiting from that. Right? Um, Y'all showed love to Sean Lee tonight. That was a good look. You know what I mean? Like. Um and then people didn't really show love to to Dak when he was coming out of college and I really thought he was a good quarterback then, you know Jerry did and he put the he put faith in him in every single thing that he's kind of you know gambled on. Oh, even Lionel Collins, right? Collins is one of y'all offensive tack. i mean offensive lineman. I think it's offensive guard for y'all. Nobody wanted to touch him. He was a first round draft pick. Fell all the way, you know, um, out of the draft. Jerry went and got him. Right, pulled him in, bought him in. And he's been paying dividends, too. So you look at you look at Jerry, man, and people have a lot of bad stuff to say about him. They have a lot of stuff to say, but he's not a GM. He's not somebody who, you know, you should really, like, um, bank on. But to be honest with you, man, he makes solid moves, and he kind of knows what he's doing. I don't like him, but still, you got to respect him, right? Let me add this too, Rick. Like you were saying, you know, look at, uh, you
2: know, Randy Gregory. You know, he's having, like, like, a big, you know, weed issue, you know, like, you know. Huge, 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 weeding issue. He finally got it together, and I, and I was producing probably like, like one of my best DN's. You know, especially with uh, David Irvin, You know, not playing. I said, you know, kick David Irvin, man. He doesn't. He doesn't play ball anymore. He doesn't want to play football anymore. Give him the boot. Get him out of here. You um, wildin'. I'm being. I'm being honest, man. Like the dude is crazy, man. David Irvin is crazy, man. He's he doesn't play football anymore, man. He doesn't. He
0: doesn't want to play. Um. And then look at the. look at Amari Cooper. Um, people said we were crazy for that. The whole time
2: when we got him, I was cool with it. I was, I was eight. I was on board with that. I was on board. I was on board with that. People say I'm crazy for that. And look, if the Cowboys lose the next playoff game, the Saints—I I mean, the um, Raiders are getting what? what is it, like 30th pick? That's like that's out of like like first. That's not a first round grade right there. There's only I think 16 players in the in the first round with a first round grade. So we pretty much struck gold with like um with Amari. So I say. Everything's just kind of like, you know, working out good for the Cowboys, you know, like what Jerry Jones is doing. They were saying, they used to say, you know, uh, Jerry Jones saw Bob McNair, you know, uh, you know, passing before he got at like, like the Super Bowl. So, like, I think Jerry Jones is kind of like on the hot seat. He kind of wants to hurry up and get this thing in you know, the ring, like, like, like before he passes away.
0: Are you saying he's on the life hot seat?
2: I think he is, man. Seeing, you know, seeing how Bob McNair passed away, like, they said, like, a report came out, like, Stephen Jones is saying, like, his father's, you know, getting like, like, really worried, you know, that he hasn't got a Super Bowl yet. So,
0: I mean, he has Super Bowl, but he wants one right now. Um, i don't want to give him the life hot seat though i mean that's what he was saying man he's he ready to go man like he's ready you know like to, get like another to ring die to die he's not ready to die he wants to get like another ring
2: like before he dies you know he's seeing that you know bobby there passed away they're on like, like like the same age you know so
0: yeah but they, ain't, know, they ain't the same fitness level though Yeah, jerry john runs his mouth enough to burn a lot of calories <laughs> not lying there he, he, he do
2: but i said. Cowboys need to up a second day, man. I say go get El Thomas or Jalen Ramsey do something, man. Get that second day right. We need like a pick, we need like a, like a pick monster out there, man. That's what we need. We need somebody that can go out there, be like like a ball hawk. That's what we need. Because Byron Jones, he's not that guy. He's good, you know, like like deflecting the ball, you know,
0: he's knocking the ball away. But he's not a, he's not like a ball hawk. We need a we need a ball hawk out there. Now look, a
1: ball hawk, we be
0: sad. I'm 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 doing my best to kind of give y'all y'all the floor right now. Y'all know y'all got haters calling in right now. Ready to weigh in, right? Jameek has already called. I didn't take the call because I don't even I don't know if my iPhone can do that. And then look, um the voice call too, and he don't really like football as much, but he loves hating on y'all. So I haven't taken those calls yet, so (laughs) while I'm not taking those calls right now, um give me your Feeling when you knew for a fact that you guys were gonna win this game, like Kels, what did you feel like when you knew for a fact that you won this game? Man,
1: I knew for a fact after that um, after that last touchdown, you know, we was up, when we was up, you know, like a minute some left right before Russell and got the ball back. Even after they even after they drove down and scored, they touched down in that two point conversion. I knew we pretty much had it in the bag. Uh one reason because of that kicker, even though they said, you know, he said he's confident, you know, kicking onside kicks and stuff, man, like bro, once we get the ball back, they ain't got no more timeouts, it's good to go. And I wasn't worried about him trying to kick no field goals either. I knew we was gonna get the ball back. So I was good, man. That's when you know, I normally during the games I'm that person, you know, I'm gonna you know, stop all you no know, phone silence, no texting, no social media posts, none of that stuff till after the game. So after we scored that last touchdown, I started texting people, my dad, my my brother, my cousin, everybody, you know, so I was good. I was good after
0: that. What'd you text him? Did you text something like, Daddy, we've gone as far as we could possibly go? Or was it more like, you know, something different? Actually, actually come to think of it, he texted me
1: first, and I believe it was something to the effect of Jerry need to go and pay Dak because he's doing what Romo couldn't do. Something to that. Something to that. Something Oh,
0: that's tough. Ooh, okay. Ouch. Okay. Okay. Nate, Nate, when it went down, bro. And and honestly, this ain't really your arena, but you be talking mad noise about the Cowboys. So, um, and maybe it is your arena. Maybe you know what? Maybe I put you in the box. I mean, the box. I'm sorry. Maybe I put you in the box. And I and I'm not really seeing you fully, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but yo, real talk. Um, how'd you feel, man, when it went, when it all went down? When they won, or when I knew they were gonna. Win? When you knew they were gonna win.
3: Honestly, I, when they got the lead back, I was very, very confident because I knew the defense was really solid. Once they got a lead, of course. Also, when they score over twenty points, it's pretty much over. I think they're either undefeated or one loss when they score over twenty. So. They have with uh, like with the kicker done, and the Cowboys' defense. I was pretty confident they were going to win once it was 17-14. I don't know about anybody else. But,
0: oh wow! Uh, okay. <laughs> no, at seventeen fourteen, I still believed in Russell Magic. But I mean, I'm, I'm I'm glad you were. I'm glad you were right there, confident already, like knowing you had it in the bag. Yeah,
3: I was, I mean, anything could happen. But I was pretty confident. I wouldn't say I was locking it up and calling it a win right then, but I was fairly confident being in the fourth quarter. So.
0: Wow. Lee, like what, what was that what was the feeling, man? And when did you know? I knew when the I knew when the Cowboys had the
2: play clock, you know, managed, like they had it like locked. So the Seahawks can do anything when like they when the Seahawks were, you know, burning like like the for no reason, I kinda looked like the Cowboys had it. That's when I knew. Because when the Cowboys get control of like a team defense and the clock, is over. You can't do nothing with that. You can't do anything like, like, the,
0: people, mm-hmm. the gas. You can't do anything with that. It's gas. So. Yo, that long drive for y'all, I thought that was a killer. Like, there was yeah, just well, nothing that could be done. It was just a long, it was the longest yeah. drive ever. Right? And, I mean, y'all yeah. just kept making first down at the first down. I really thought they had y'all, and just when they had y'all, a penalty would come. And you I'm know, like, yeah, like something would happen every single time to extend that drive. And I think that was the killer. And Jack just
3: burned Coleman with that pump fake on Beasley. So, yeah. <laughs> that was over.
0: Yo, Allen. I kind of got, I, I got like a little scared towards the end,
2: you know, when Byron Jones let Tyler like get that, that crazy pass, man. I almost threw my phone across the room because, like, our defense got too comfortable. Like, that's what gets me on. Like, our defense gets too comfy at the end. Like, they play so good. Then, like, towards the end, like, like they get so, get so comfy.
0: Yo. Like, like teams. real talk when i when i think about um when i think about what, what Kel said what what the cowboys bring to the table defensively is insane right i mean just because they have those two really fast linebackers i always talk about them and i talk about um the cornerback right you guys have one really great cornerback and then you have a really good second cornerback um well he's a pretty decent second cornerback but the thing that really gets you guys is speed like you can you can go against almost anything else, right? If if a team has almost anything else, like good scheme, um, you know, stuff like that, then that doesn't bother your defense, right? Um, but what bothers your defense is a guy with speed. And so um, I think that was the reason why T.Y. Hilton did what he did against you guys, right? Um, and I think it's the reason why Lockett got free because sometimes your passing game is weaker and weaker when it comes to guys with speed. The Saints didn't present a guy with speed the last time they played you. They just didn't have one. Every receiver was a 4-5 guy or slower, right? Maybe four, four, nine, but nothing to be scared of. Um, now they've gotten a little bit more healthy. They have um, Ted Ginn is back, right? Not to say Ted Ginn's going to burn you, but Ted Ginn will stretch the field and give you something to think about deep. And so I think um I think with that, I think the game turns a little bit and changes a little bit. I don't know if it, it changes completely in the Saints favor, but it does change a little bit, it changes the dynamics. Um when I look at you guys going forward versus the Rams, I mean, hey, I don't know. I think Kells is right on it, right? Like I don't know what do you guys do against so many different weapons and they still present a lot of weapons, right? They they have speed everywhere. Robert Woods is fast. Um, You got to pay attention to Brandon Cooks. I mean, you know, that's something to fear. You look at um, the Saints, though, I still think it's a better matchup for you all, right? But you know what? That's not for me to decide. Um, That'll be decided tomorrow. Let's hand out MVPs today. Um, Kels, if you had to give. Oh, and yo, like, Kels, I want to give you a second after this to to highlight your show, right? Um, And talk about Star Talk for a second. But tell me um, who's your MVP. So who's your MVP of this game?
1: My MVP in this game, man. Of course, I got to give it to my man, Zeke. Zeke Elliott did what he did. He had uh, almost, maybe even over 200 all-purpose yards. I know he had 100-something on the ground and uh, maybe 100-something catch or something like that. I, I forget it. it. slips my mind right now. But, uh, yeah, so I give I give it to Zeke, man. My dude is a beast. He uh, does it consistently and he keeps going. Um, a shout-out to the defense, too, man. defense. Did their thing as well.
3: Um, yeah, so that's my MVP.
0: Nate, who's your MVP?
3: Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta throw Dak in there with Zeke. The way he managed it in the fourth quarter, kind of rose up, showed he's the leader of the team. I, I give him no MVP.
0: Okay, and Lee, who's your who's your MVP? I
2: don't know what Dak man. He controlled the game, man. He was a uh... He was a game right there, man. He definitely uh, he took advantage of the game, man. He did that to do. That crazy run that he had, man, up the middle, I think. I don't know what it was. I think it was like third, and, third or something when he ran up the middle. Got it. That was crazy, man. I think that go down on probably like, like one of the clutchest moments. The Cowboys, it, it, like in the playoffs, that's Dak's first playoff win. I think Dak got us his win. Dak and the defense and Zeke obviously and, and Amari. Everybody had like, like their own, you know, touch in the pot or cut or, you know, slice of the pot, so.
0: I'm going to stack.
3: He played well. I'm going to he I think.
0: I'm going to pull a um I'm going to pull a Gruden grinder move and give it to Tavon Austin. Um yeah. Because in in yeah. situations where the Seattle Seahawks seemed to be um stealing momentum, he came right back and brought you guys right back in scoring position. Like yeah. and and he almost took one to the house if it wasn't for a holding penalty. Um, he kept consistent fear in them on special teams and put you guys in great field position every single time. So, um, if I'm a, I'm gonna pull a, you know, John, old John Gruden move and go with Tavon Austin. Um, you know what I mean? I don't really you know care if people are mad about that. Um, dope man. So congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys for moving on. Um, Kels, you're the host of star talk, man. Um, give us a little preview of what you're going to talk about next time you're on air.
1: Of course, I want to open it up. Any of, any of my my brothers on here that want to come on the show and chop it up with me one time, man, just hit me up. We can make that happen for sure. Star Talk, um, every Saturday we come on, we talk everything Dallas Cowboys, we talk about injuries, we talk about players, player news, updates, uh, I just did a show after the, after the win, uh, talking about our playoff victory, highlights, highlighting some things, a lot of the stuff I said on here, I said on the show this week, uh, Next episode, if we play if we play the Saints, you know, I'm going to try to get Rick Sincere the first time we tried to do it. We had a lot of technical difficulties. He didn't get posted. But we'll try and get it done early enough this time to we'll, we'll go head-to-head again on the next episode. If it's the Rams, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll do what we need to do to uh, get everybody stood up for that game. man. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at start Talk 318 Let's start talk 318, where we talk everything about your team. America's team, the number one sports franchise in the history of sports franchise the, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah,
0: mm. man, we gotta get you. Um, we gotta make you a <laughs> WWE manager. Like, yeah,
1: we we
0: need no, we need to get you in. We need to get you in as somebody's manager. Like, maybe if Roman Reigns gets healthy enough, you know, and, and gets the, a chance to come back then um, I think maybe you should be the mouthpiece for him. Let's do it. I would love it. <laughs> Yo, um, that's it for, for us today, man. Um, we signing out. Oh, Nate, Nate. Yo, tell, tell the people about your your podcast, man. Tell them what's going on with you.
3: I got the Yankees podcast. We talk about everything about the Bronx Bombers. Of course, hot stove season. Will Manny Machado sign or will he not? Uh, all kinds of moves being made right now. Every Monday, we talk about the team. So tune in this Monday, and we will des- try to find out more about Manny's decision coming up.
0: All right, and and Lee's one of our interns, man. Lee, you headed back to school soon?
2: Oh uh, yeah, man. This year, but I'm going to community college, so I should definitely have more time, you know, to you know help out with, with things. Uh, it was a crazy, crazy school semester, but you know things slowed down, and uh, I should be more free, more, more open to do more more things. On the 14th, I just want to go back to school.
0: All right, bet we'll be praying for you, bro. Um, Thank you. I go back on Monday so y'all pray for me too. All right y'all this is uh <laughs> This is uh, Rick Sincere uh, with MTNV Sportsman. we just giving a shout-out, giving our immediate reaction to um, the Dallas Cowboys beating the Seattle Seahawks, moving on to the second round of the playoffs. Um, I mean, if, if I had to give any synopsis of what happened in that Indianapolis game, um, I would say really, really simply, um, Indianapolis dominated um, the Houston Texans, and Deshaun Watson just really didn't have a chance to go off. Um, you know he didn't really get going really until later on, and and I would say that um, the Houston Texans, even though they seem like a defense that should have really done well this year, they actually um, they actually seem to fall off quite a bit um, and fall very low of expectations towards the end of the season. So that defense um, didn't really you know show up when when they needed to. Um, Andrew Luck is definitely my comeback player of the year, and it was it was already that before. Now that's cemented for me, you know what I mean, like. That's cemented for me. Like he's he's the comeback player of the year. Um what a phenomenal, um just phenomenal first half. And just, you know, a way not to mess up too much in the second half. And that's kinda all I can give him for that. Um all right, y'all. This is Rickson Sable with MTNV Sports signing out. Bless. Hey, um look, we just had um the Cowboys on the line. We got a chance to hear um the cowboys fans on the line right you heard from lee you heard from um j kell's you heard from nate and they you know kind of told us what they felt about the um about the Dallas Cowboys and and how they pulled off the win against the Seattle Seahawks um i got my boy the voice on the line and and i know i said i wasn't going to do this but i knew, <laughs> I knew. I need to hear from the voice. I need to hear um his reaction to um Cowboys versus versus the Seahawks. Um, bro, um, what's up? What would you feel? Um, I feel
4: I feel good. <laughs> I'm I'm upset because I have to go yet another week with having to hear all the time foolery about the Dallas cowpox, uh, or as Damo would say, the dullest cowboys. Cause people are delusional. <sighs> they didn't win the game. I'm sorry, and, and uh, let me say this first and foremost: since I was five years old, I have been a Cowboys hater, and I'm, I'm in my forties now. But so you do the math. But they didn't win. They didn't win. The Seattle Seahawks gave them that game by making a bunch of bone-headed plays. It started off with old boy tackling. Now, that that one I, I, I understand. He was trying to get the block in. That happens game to game where offensive lineman is trying to block but wanted to tackle somebody. I get that. That happens. But old boy who ran in after the play was over – and hit dude in the back. It's like, come on, man! This is this third down. You got it. At the most, you're looking at a uh, field goal, and you can go back down the field. But at that time, the uh, Seahawks had the lead, and with the field goal, they still would have been up by one. But no, you let your emotions get in the way, and then you do that silly little boy, the the cornerback who knocked. Nah, Man, that's like oh my goodness! What are y'all doing? I felt Pete Carroll's pain Uh, towards the end. You saw him; he just he put his hands on his uh, sides, and he just put his head down and shit. I understood his pain because it didn't make sense to give this game away by making just idiotic plays, plays that could have been avoided. So, yeah, they they were silly, and now they give us silly. Cowboys fans yet another week to say how about them cowboys? I already start getting text, and I'm gonna get more text. So yeah, that that's that is my feeling regarding things. It 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 wasn't as much the cowboys as it was the Seahawks with Bonehead plays when they got the interception in the end zone. That was supposed to Good
0: be play, the good play. Point. Love that play. That was supposed to be the turning
4: point, but they 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 couldn't mount any offense. You know, now, granted, I give the Cowboys a lot of credit regarding that. Their defense really has been the difference for them this season. If they had defense last season, and the then things uh, would have been better. But hey. I salute them for what they did, but they didn't win the game. They didn't win the game. Seattle gave them the game by keeping them in the game doing dumb stuff.
0: What was the point of, the serious point of frustration for you in this game? Like the point that got you going like, oh my
4: God, what was that? When, um, and really that was the the point where everything turned. Uh, Fluker, yeah, that's his name. Fluker. Now, your name is fluker. You should be thanking God that you have made it to the point that you've made it. Your name means that you're prone to mess up. Well, but you then live up to your name in the biggest game of your life. And just run off and hit somebody for no reason. That was a t- turning point. That Because that led them back in the game, I believe. They um, scored a touchdown. After that, that is really where everything uh,
0: everything went wrong. So it's that point where you're where you kind of looked at them and you're like, this is the point where they've they've made a mistake. When Fluker made that you know crazy play, a bonehead play, you're like, yo, this is the point where it all messed up. Now when they got the interception in the end zone, um, you said you felt that that was a turning point. What do you think messed that turning point up?
4: The, well, if I Hold on Now, now let me think back to it I was a little bit ago What What turned that around Again Was The Seahawks They got that uh, They got it They came out And I believe They may have had a, a decent play Right after that And then they
3: start Racking up All these
0: penalties again. So they just They just they weren't wasn't able, able to, to... They wasn't able to capitalize on big things, and you were like, "Yo, if you, because in a game like this, you have to capitalize on those, you know, game changing plays." And I thought that was a game changing play, just like you did. Um, But they didn't capitalize on it. Um, Now, let 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 me ask you this question: The Cowboys fans kind of have this notion. Some of them want to play the Rams. Some of them want to play the Saints. Um, Who do you think they would do better against?
1: they have history with the Saints
4: so I think just from from that standpoint that would be the more intriguing game uh, and then they beat the Saints this year barely but they did beat them so from that standpoint I think that would be the more intriguing game um, as the St. Louis who is just now able to start rooting for the Rams again um, I would like to see them play
0: the Rams. But, we'll it, yeah, that's what I would like to see. But I think the most intriguing game would be versus the um, versus Saints. I think that would be an intriguing game. Honestly, as a Saints fan, bro, I'm kind of torn. I don't really know. Um I don't really know. If I want to see Philly with a Nick Foles because they play better with Nick Foles. And Nick Foles, he, they, he has some type of magic, man. I don't know what the deal is with the Eagles and Nick Foles. Like, I I don't truly super want to see them. Like, to be honest with you, I just don't. Plus, if they win, I haven't talked to Derek since Christmas, but I know he's going to, like, I know we'll be talking again. You know what I mean? Like, I know. <laughs> I know. Actually, no. I think we're we're at a good enough place, and I don't think we either me or him kind of want to ruin that. But I feel like if we're at a good enough place, then he should call. <laughs> so I may hear from him, and I'm I'm just kind of not sure if I want to get that phone call that 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 like we beat our phone call. You know what I mean? So um, not ready for that. On the flip side of that, I don't want to hear from J Kells. Like, I'm sure he gonna write a song if... Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he writes a song if they beat us. Like, I'm pretty sure what, he writes a song... Worse, a phone call or a song? Okay, um, on the phone call, I don't know what I'm gonna say. It'll be like, man, you right, y'all. Yo. Good job, you You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't want the phone call because... I'm gonna tell you, it'll be worse to go for Jake Hells because you'll get both. You'll get the immediate phone call or the or the invitation to a podcast, right? Like he'll be like, Hey, hey Rick, you wanna hop on and, and give your immediate reaction to losing to <laughs> losing to <laughs> Losing to the Cowboys? And I'm like, No, no, I don't. You know what I mean? Um Oh, on the flip side, do I want to, you know, like, the phone call would be easier. I, the whole phone call for Derek would be easier because he's not going to, like, we're not going to do a podcast. It's not going to be, like, a rap song. It's not going to be, like, posting on Spotify. Like, Kels has the ability to do all that. Like, all that. He can write a song today. He has the ability to write his joint tonight, finish it, record it, um, post it on Twitter, right? Like i posted on Twitter, YouTube, and um, on Spotify, right? All within a matter of a day or so. Like, Kells is the worst. Like, you don't want it with Kells. You know what I mean? Like, the last time we battled, you saw it. Like, you saw how it went down, right? Um, and so, you know, I, I had to rebut. It was a fantasy thing, though. But in fantasy, that's my that's my thing. I don't know what to say after you clearly beat me. You feel me? So, um, I'm I'm in, a, I'm in a place to where I honestly don't want to lose to the Cowboys. And to be honest with you, I don't want to have to see Stephen A. Smith cry again if the Cowboys go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, or not go to the Super Bowl, but just come in and beat the Saints. If the Cowboys go in and beat the Saints, Stephen A. Smith is going to be beside himself. And you know who else going to be beside himself? You. You're going to be beside yourself.
4: I've been here before, and I'm really torn. I'm 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 mad, and I'm upset, and I'm upset whenever the Cowboys win. I don't want to see them go to the Super Bowl, um, at all. And I, I actually told my baby boy recently. was like when is the Super Bowl? I I generally have to over. over Like no when do we have our Super Bowl party? Like oh, at the end of the month. And I think he made a brother. What if it's the Patriots
0: versus the Cowboys. I don't know if mm. I can watch that. We're going to cancel it. I don't know if I can watch that. Brought up through the system. are They're doing a great job. What's the means? Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I can, I can watch that. So, I'm going to say this, man. If we, um, let's go. I still think the Saints um, go to the Super Bowl. That's my prediction for this year. I think they go to the Super Bowl. And I think they win it. Um, but, to be honest with you, that's... That's a, um, a hopeful speculation, right? Like, that's kind of where I am with that. I know, and voice, I'm going to tell you this, and I guess anybody listening this far into the podcast right now, I'm going to tell you this and I'm sharing share it with the fans and just be honest with you. I know that any one of the teams remaining in the NFC playoffs can go in New Orleans and beat the Saints. Any one of them. And people... Um, think there's some type of mystique, right, about the the, the Superdome and you just can't go in there you just can't do this, you just can't do that. Um, okay, first game of the season. We came in with a lot of hype. Rick, Ryan Fitzpatrick came in there, blew us away, and then walked out, like straight up. You know what I mean? So yeah. doable. I mean, That's that it all. It is Fitzpatrick yeah. can beat you at home. We were beating the Rams by a ton. It was like 35 to like 14 or something. You know what I mean? It was bad. But then, all of a sudden, it was a series, you know, like a series of fortunate events that led us to that type of um, lead. But by, um, I think, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, the Rams had caught all the way back up 35 to 35. It is not, it's not unconceivable to go into the dome and beat the Saints. Now, what people are saying is that in the Drew Brees, Sean Payton era, that nobody has went in that dome and left the dome with a, um, left the dome with the win in the playoffs. Nobody has, right? Well, um, I'll say this: every win that the Saints got in the dome, um, well, at least most of them were close games. They were close games. Right. Like that game, um, the game against the um, Vikings, that game was won because of overtime interception. Well, I mean, sorry, because of an overtime field goal. Right. Which changed the rule, by the way. But um, that game was won there. It was a real, really tight, real close game. If Adrian Peterson and fumbled three times, I think we lost that game. So I really don't know what to what to make of this. You know what I mean? I don't know what to make of it. And plus, the thing that really got me questioning what the Saints will bring to the table is what happened in the very last game of the season. And people will say, hey, Drew Brees wasn't playing, bet. Okay, cool. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was playing, bet. Cool. But at the same time, the starters on defense, they were playing. The starters on defense were playing. But they were playing as if they were playing the Pro Bowl. And there was no defense at all. So, some third string quarterback, like, left off his couch playing Madden, came in in the dome and just scored like three touchdowns before we knew it. All I am saying is, there is a reason why some Cowboys fans aren't scared. So, I don't know what to make of it, voice. I don't know what to make of it. Um, I'll say this though: if you do, you believe that um, that the Seahawks are on the way up. Or on the way out. That's my question. Do you believe the Seahawks are on their way up? They've re- they've rebuilt their team, rebuilt their defense. They've rebuilt enough, you know, to make a, to make noise next year. Or do they look like a team on the way out, and they won't be relevant next year?
4: I think with all, without some more overhauling uh, during the off season, then. They're going to be on their way out. I'm actually surprised that they did as well as they did this year with some of the major losses that they had on defense. Now, granted, they they were older people that were leaving, you know. But still, this is the heart and soul of the defense. That this is this was the Legion of, of Boom, and now you're entering into a new season. Um, and God, honest truth, especially with. The way that this game turned out was many of the plays that really turned the tide were due to long-hitting mistakes by the defense. If there's not a retool, then they're on their
0: way out. Okay. um, And when you look at the Cowboys, do you say, man, look, this year they look good, but next year it's going to be nasty? Or do you say um, they better cash in now because I don't foresee this stroke of luck happening again?
4: Here's my fear and what I was feeling after um, after this game, is that they probably are going to go all the way. With, with the way that they did the things that they did today, I think they have what it takes to go at least to the Super Bowl and maybe even win it. Um, give them another year where they can... Plug in some other holes I remember very, very vividly how upset Jake was when they selected Leighton Van Der Esch. Mm-hmm. He's not mad anymore.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: He's not mad anymore, nor are the Cowboys fans. So if they have the opportunity to keep the good pieces that they have, um, and now Mari Cooper will have had. A full year now with them, not coming in halfway throughout the season. Have a real good feel for the offense, and God forbid they're able to pick up some other uh, offensive weapon as far as a, a receiver is concerned. It's, it's not gonna be good.
0: Mm. It's not gonna be good. Okay, I get you that, man. But look, do us a favor, man. Shout out your podcast. Tell us, um, um tell us what's coming up on the next episode of, um the MTMV fight card
4: alright so MTMV main card drops every single Friday we give you headlines and hot takes the old one, too, where we talk about boxing and then preview any upcoming MMA cards no cards are coming up soon but we, there will be some boxing matches within the next week so thank god for that we didn't even have that this week um we also have aftermath, so if you are feigning for some fight news, we got you covered on that. Uh, aftermath drops also on Fridays, not every week, but whenever we have major cards we'll get together and drop aftermath where we bring you the week the was in MMA. So we, we bookend it. We we'll start you off with the main card. We will recap with aftermath and in aftermath. We break down the most notable fights of that fight card and look forward to the next. What we will be doing soon with Aftermath is giving our salutes for the year of 2018. So, uh, you know, best fighter, breakthrough fight, best fight card, the best fight of the year, best round of the year, all that kind of stuff, best promotion and organization. We will be bringing that Soon and very soon, so be on the lookout for those things as well as hopefully some more interviews with fighters and or people within the fight space on the round two podcast.
0: Yo, can I ask you a question? Is is yes. Jones is John Jones the greatest fighter ever? I honestly don't know, like, what to make of him. Like, I'm I'm just unsure of what to make of him. Um, I know he's irresponsible. I know he doesn't do what he's supposed to do. Um, I know he, you know, either he's getting high or drugged up or whatever. Um, if you don't watch it, they're gonna do a documentary on him. But oh yeah, it, they're, they're definitely doing a documentary 30 30 on. So I don't know what to what to make of him Or what to think of him But I do know that Um He comes in And he beats everybody he fights Like he leaves On suspension He gets disciplined He comes back and he beats whoever For the title again Yo, what? I, explain to me really quickly what, about the statement He said what man gives up his title Just cause somebody came home Um then he looks at the camera and says, D.C., you know, Daddy's home. What was that about? That's just
4: about the, the blood feud that he has with D.C. and his attempt to get D.C. to come back down to 205 and fight him again. Now, he said leading up to this fight that he was done with D.C., everything was over, it's fine. The issue that he has which i mean everyone has their own stuff uh as irresponsible as he is as reckless as he is there's a part of him that really and i think it's the pk in him that doesn't want to be perceived in a certain light i'm fine with you perceiving me in in a light regarding oh yeah i'm reckless yeah i'm a wild boy Uh, Yes, I do drugs. Uh, No, I'm not sober. Um, But don't call me a cheater because that I'm not. And I I understand his feeling regarding that because he's not intentionally cheating. At first, I thought he was. But the way that he's been responding, especially in his last fight card with Alexander Gustafson, I don't think he's intentionally cheating. However,
0: And you said PK and him, you mean Preacher's kid? Uh, yeah, his, his his father is a uh, pastor in the Church of God in Christ. okay?
4: so so he he is a pastor's kid, and I truly believe that um, much of the not only success, but the second and third and fourth and fifth chances is due to the prayers of his parents. And it's a great example of the grace of God. In the life of someone, so uh, but as a PK, he knows how to put on that good face and then do all this dirt behind the scenes. Uh, but at the same time, again, it's it, it, I can't, I can be perceived as a number of things, but a cheater. You no, know, I, I don't want to be perceived as that because that that cheapens my
0: legacy, uh, my
4: accomplishments. Yeah, because you're,
0: you're saying I need something to be great, and I don't. Okay, cool. So he got something, and that's
4: something that he really hard to say. Hey, it was there. It is what it is. I don't know how I got there. Uh, It was there, but it has nothing to do with my accomplishments.
0: I think people would leave him alone if he did. Is he going? Is he going to um, fight DC again ever? He wants to, uh, and the UFC wants it to happen. After that. That decision is not used to make. If I'm D.C., if I'm D.C., should I fight him again?
4: Not unless it's at heavyweight
0: mode. What you mean? So D.C. shouldn't shouldn't come... So is D.C. going up or would D.C. have to come down? No, he would have to come down. He's the heavyweight champ. D.C. is the heavyweight champ? Yes,
4: he's the heavyweight champ. He was the double champ, and he's the only double champ to ever defend a belt. So he won the light heavyweight belt in January of 2018.
0: He then picked up the heavyweight belt in July of 2018 and defended it in November of 2018. So, champ champ. Yes. And As I like to say, DC stands for double champ. So, okay, so double champ um... Double Champ has as somewhat of a um, he he doesn't have to fight um, John Jones unless John Jones decides to come up to the heavyweight division and fight him. Or if he decides to go down, he's he is stubborn enough. He he gave up he gave up the lightweight heavyweight championship, right? I mean, I'm sorry, he gave up the light heavyweight championship. Yes, he vacated the light
4: heavyweight belt. Okay, because he's focused on a heavyweight title fight. In the first quarter against Brock Lesnar. Oh wee. Oh. So he, he he vacated it uh, because that's what he's focused on, and with some of the injuries and with the weight that he's fighting at currently, he fought um, he fought Steve Aemilios to win the title at the heaviest weight that he'd ever been. He then defended it at an even heavier amount
0: he was like 253 or so and 265 is the the most you can weigh uh for a fight so wait wait 265
3: is the most you can weigh yes for heavyweight
0: so So,
4: someone like brock lesnar has to cut down
0: brock lesnar must be a super heavyweight then
4: no he, he cuts down to make
0: 265 wow Okay.
4: And he's not alone. Many heavyweights
0: have to cut down to make weight. And that's probably why you don't see a lot of like super fat fighters. Exactly. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yo, um, I just wanted to give the people a taste of you know, a little bit of that MMA talk. Um so look, if you like what you just heard, go to um the M MTMV main card. It comes on every single Friday. Every single Friday. Every single Friday. Right? Like straight up and go check the um that that out. You will catch that um, you know, every week and he comes with he comes with it every single week. All right, and look if you're if you like man i can't catch this fight i really want to see this fight where do i go to get updates right who's giving me round by round commentary well i'll tell you who is the voice every single um fight like every single big fight right if all you got to do is follow us on twitter at mtmv sports um look at the voice right actually look for his tweets and he'll say hey um follow uh, at the it's at the voice right yes t h a
4: Chavoyze.
0: Okay. But everything fight related. Uh You're on you're on MTV, MTV Sports, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, look, no, you can follow him uh, go ahead, Sorry. No, I'm saying you can follow him during the fight. Follow him during the during the fight, catch round by round commentary. He can't show you the fight because of US UFC's rules, right? MMA rules um Whenever it depends on, you know, the format of who's like doing the fight, but they normally block that stuff, or they'll come back and they'll get us in trouble for it, or they'll, you know, right. like try to block us or something. So he can't show you the fight, right? So it's, I'm not telling you we to hook up for it, seeing the fights you can't pay for. But what I'm saying is if you're in a position where you can't, you just simply can't, but you can follow on Twitter, then this is the man to follow round by round commentary. He'll tell you exactly what went down. And if you don't, do Twitter, also find the same commentary on facebook as well as on instagram as opposed to all three uh pretty simultaneously all right so this has been um this is probably the longest podcast but you're going to catch that break in the middle the first part of this we talked um, with the cowboys fan and the second we talked to a cowboys hater so you'll get both sides of it right so <laughs> um enjoy your day Um, And look, if you like MTMV Sports, you like what you're hearing, all you have to do is go to um, go to iTunes. Go ahead and drop us a comment. Give us that five star rating. We love those. Um, Tell us what you feel about the show. Um, If you have questions you want to ask us, all you have to do is you can hit us up um, on our uh, sideline. You can hit us up on the sideline. Go to go to follow us on Instagram or follow us on Twitter and you'll get that phone number. Right. I'll tell you the last four is MTMV. (laughs) <laughs> Either way, um, you can check us out there. Um feel free to, to um to hit us up. You know, jump in our DMs. We're cool with that. Right? Hop in our DMs if you have a question um on uh Twitter Um or if you have any questions you want to ask on uh Instagram. We're down for it. We have a bunch of different podcasts covered a bunch of different sports. Whatever your flavor is as it relates to sports, we most likely have you covered. All right. This has been, um, Rickson sportsmans Sports Fans Rejoice, MT, All right,
1: bro. God bless. I to find the to the to 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 not to 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 to